I'm Ashley. I'm Valencia. And we are self-misguided. Another week of podcasting. I like how we act. That's the only thing we have going on. <laughs> Has passed and it's time for our weekly catch-up um, shit talk session. That reminds me. Your oh, husband. <laughs> that made me think of it. He Your texted me. I was like, I don't Has know. big narc energy. <laughs> I, he texted me and told me, he's like, do you want me to say something? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, I have a question for you. I was like, okay. So on Apple Podcasts, the rating is clean. You said shit a couple times. <laughs> no, I'm going to like leave the rest of the conversation out because you don't need context. Big narc energy, Alan. Big narc energy. <laughs> <laughs> I would me. like you to know your best friend's response was, what a douchebag thing to say. <laughs> just wants to keep us honest. I don't know what he's thinking. Why? <laughs> I don't know. That's what I, I was like. I submitted for it to be like removed. Um, but it's just so funny. I was like, I like, I was going to joke with them, but I was really scared it wouldn't go over, over text. And he would no, think like I heard. Come a, on. I you got to do it. You got to do it one time. Well, I'm just going to, I'm going to wait till you guys come over and I'm going to be like, Hey, you know what they say about snitches, right? <laughs> <laughs> no narcs allowed in my clubhouse. <laughs> At least it's nice that he listens to it, I guess. Yeah, Ryan doesn't. But, like, it's really funny because we actually were talking about, um, like, different things. And for Ryan, like, the podcast is, like, you're an eyes, like, thing. Like, our vent. Yeah. And he's, like, so, he's, like, if you ask me, let's do it all, Will. will but some part of it, like, feels like reading your diary. <laughs> like, we publicly post our diary. I love that. Yeah. That's... But, like, it's just, I, think, I think it's, like, so funny because, like, Ryan and I do, like, we kind of have, like, our, sh- like, we call it our shit talk sessions, yeah. like, at the end of the day. And, like, he's, like, so I always assume, like, if you, like, want to talk to me about it. And he's, like, but it, it kind of feels like reading your and Cassie's text message as I'm not about to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so do you, do you not talk about, like, the stuff that we've talked about on here? Does he yeah. not know all of it? Yeah, and that's what he said. He's, like, so I'll either already know it and it'll be repetitive for me or you'll say something that'll hurt my feelings. He's, like, but if you want me to listen to it, I will, which it doesn't bother, like, it doesn't bother me one way or the other. Mm-hmm. I do think it's, like, so funny because Alan, like, listens to a pre-edit, post-edit, yep. apparently narcs on us. He's probably the one that reported us. Somebody reported No, him? I'm oh. just assuming Alan did. <laughs> he would, wouldn't he? Oh. I totally lost my train. I was going to say something. listen, Alan, you didn't even make it 30 seconds into the podcast where he started tearing you apart today. <laughs> That's probably why he's doing it. Like, he feels defensive. He's like, gotta see what they said about me this week. And Ryan's like, I don't need to hurt my own feelings. (laughs) See, that's the good thing about me. I have, like, the worst memory. So whenever we post, like, obviously we record. And sometimes we have, like, a day turnaround or two days turnaround before it's posted. I'll already forget what we talked about. So when I'm listening to it, it's almost like the first time I'm hearing it again. So it's funny because, like, you obviously listen to it post-production. Yeah. Because I do the editing, I listen to it probably, like, four or five times. I I don't want your job. (laughs) I download it, and that's it. Like, I'll give us the download for me, but and I'll, like, I'll press play, but I'll be, like, 30 seconds and no. I have it sped up. Alan's like, I don't know how you're hearing anything that she says. (laughs) Think faster. used to it. I don't know. Plus, I was already, I was there in the conversation, so I can... That reminds me, at my previous job, um, I worked with this older gentleman named Billy, who, like, don't get me wrong, was so much fun, but we all listened to podcasts there, and one day, I hear him, I hear them all laughing across the hall, because I had my own office, and then all the guys across the hall had, like, cubicles in a bigger office, and so I went over there to grab some out of the fridge and asked him, like, what they were laughing about, 
And I guess he was like, dang, this girl on this podcast talks like Ashley. He had it turned up to one and a half speed. <laughs> I was like, sorry. Think faster. Hey, real quick, do you have any close the door or do you want to open? Yeah, I'll leave okay. it open. I didn't bring the cat in here, so we'll leave it open. It smells good in here. Like, so it doesn't smell bad in here. I, I don't know. What, I don't know if like Ryan's just like terrified of me lately because I lost my marbles a few days ago. I came in here. There's like cups in here right after I had lo- like loaded and started the dishwasher, and it was like one of those like little mental things where I was like, "What is wrong with you? <laughs> like, mentally, physically, emotionally, why are you the way that you are?" And so I feel like I probably have like a few weeks of him being like extra clean. <laughs> so for reference, for uh, people who don't know, we record in the spare bedroom of my house. And previous to the podcast, like my desk was in here, but I always just had my laptop in my bed or like on the floor at the bar where I could be on it on my walking pad. Ryan's gaming computer is in here. Well, in January, we got a cat. This became the cat's room, so Samson can't come in here unless someone else is in here. So the litter box isn't touched, her food isn't ate, and she has somewhere to hang out. So there's a litter box in here. And I got a big problem with that. <laughs> I, it was my big fight about getting a cat because I'm such a clean freak that I, like, litter boxes just... Like, I had two cats, like, growing up, like, when I was obviously older, and both of them, neither of them used a litter box. They both went outside, and the cat my ex-husband and I had would only use a litter box if it was too cold for her to go outside. Hmm. So, it was just, like, not... Cool. And then we had a basement that it was in, so... Yeah, just, normally people put it in, like, the bathroom so you can keep, like, the vent fan on or whatever, but... We, I just but I guess feel you weird, would have like, to have your door open all the time. Well, the, yeah, one, the bathroom's always closed, but two, it's also our guest bathroom, so, like, yeah. when the kids come over, I don't, oh, like, yeah. want them to, like, get in it, or it just, I don't know. Yeah. Again, I try to live, like, a little bit of a Pinterest life, even though I definitely shouldn't. Theodore will set me straight here in, like, six months. <laughs> You'll have, like, nothing out. Like, ugh. You literally, I remember having, a, I, cr- I would just get down and crawl on the floor. And anything I could touch or grab, like I was putting myself in there, like crawling or walking, like their size, I had nothing left in my. <laughs> well, I already don't have like stuff like that, so that's good. And like we are like obviously chemicals, knives, yeah. sharp things, we've like baby proofed. But other than that, like my dad kind of always had this like philosophy of like you can't bubble wrap them, so. My saying, I know that Jill laughs at, but probably cringes on the inside, is, well, he'll only do it once. Not true. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you, not true. Uh, There are some things you're like, you're still doing that? No, like, so she has a fireplace. Ah. But it's like an electric one, but it still gets hot. Oh, And she's like, I've got to figure out some way to do that. It's not going to, like, scald his hand or give you any burns, but it's not going to feel great. He'll remember. Yeah, he'll remember. And so she's like, he's going to do that one time, it's going to be hot. And I said, he'll only do it once. He's not going to go to the hospital from doing it. Right. But it's kind of, like, goes back into that whole philosophy of, like, if you want adventurous kids, you have to let them do dangerous things safely. Mm -hmm. And so... I, like, that's the, like, kind of environment I want to facilitate. Or at least that's what I say so I don't have to baby-proof my whole house. (laughs) I did baby-proof a lot. But I'm also, my kids were, they were adventurous, but, like, cautious. I've never seen careful That's that's exactly what you want, though. It's like, they're they're doing dangerous things safely. So, but they would, like, climb on everything. And I'm like, 
I was there. They were safe or whatever. I would never let them climb too high or whatever. So I'm obviously like, they climb. I'm used to it. It's fine. Any t- anywhere we'd go somewhere and they would try to like climb on the couch or climb too high, everyone would be like, oh, you know. And I'm just sitting there like just trying to have a conversation like they're fine. I like that's kind of like a big parenting pet peeve I have. It's like those like intense reactions. And, like, bless Jill's heart because we did the baby led weaning and she knows that. So, Jill doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but her mom does. Like, Ryan's mm-hmm. Grammy freaks out. And so, Jill is always, like, tr- on her. She, it, like, I love that she, like, puts this buffer. Like, she's like, I know what Ashley wants. Right. So, you That's have to so do this respectful. to respectful. I love her so much. It's so funny because, like, I probably shouldn't joke about this on the podcast, but I'm going to anyway. Ryan married his mom. Like, Ryan's mom and I are so much alike. So we're these both loud, opinionated, strong-willed women. And so I don't want to say, like, I worried about it, but, like, we were interested to see how it would go if she never, like, if she didn't agree with one of our parenting choices. But if, one, if she has, we have no idea. Mm-hmm. And, two, she has beyond respected everything we said. Which, like, I don't want to say is shocking, but it was, like, it seems... Like, she's so, someone who's so strong and, like, opinionated that it's made, it's made being, like, I say it all the time. She makes being a parent easier. And so, like, she's not only someone who respects all of her boundaries, but she makes them known to everyone else around. Um, And so, again, it's like, I really get to go and be around her and, like, not have to worry. Yeah. Because... There's a lot of grandparents that are like, I raised kids, I know what I'm doing, yeah. they lived, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, those are your kids. You had your chance. Like, and I saw the product of your <laughs> raising and I'm not interested in that. <laughs> yeah, that, that can be very true. I just... I'm like, these are mine. These It's our decisions, but no, I don't I, have that problem because I don't really have a lot of people that watch my kids, so... Yeah. You and Jill are the only two people who have... And my mom have babysat yeah. for me. Um... Yeah, we, I would say 99% of the people in our lives are gung-ho, fully supportive of it. And the only 1% I can think is my dad did not <laughs> like the idea of baby-led waiting. And not that he didn't like the idea, but he'd always be like, he's too little for that. He's going to choke. It was like that worry. And I'm someone who just, like, worries. Like, I like anxiety. I think I know where it came from. That's all I'm going to say, as not a doctor. Yeah, I definitely don't think baby-led weaning was really a thing whenever we were babies, probably. I don't know. I haven't... Uh, my mom... I'm sure my mom and my dad remember it differently, which is, like, very on brand for them. My mom said that they gave us table food. Hmm. If you ask my dad, he probably... Yeah, but we was, would. was it all, like, just mashed? So, like, mashed potatoes or soft She's, things? No, or not according to her. Now, listen, I'm my mom's youngest at 28, so... Love you, mom. <laughs> But she, like, she had, like, she also watches my cousin's daughter, who's younger, and she does it with him, and she mm-hmm. seems really comfortable with it, so she probably did. Yeah. Um, if you were asked my dad, he'd probably say, no, we would never. We're not going to ask my dad. Um, <laughs> we asked my dad to do dad things. Can you come tell me how to fix this? Can you change the oil in my car? Can you mow my yard? Um, I'm really scared. Can you come check the noise? We don't ask my dad mom things, because, like, <laughs> I definitely grew up with, like, very traditional, like, um, I don't want to say like gender roles. Like my mom wasn't a fifties housewife. Right. Don't get me wrong; she worked. But like, but like dad did dad things, mom did mom things. My dad fixed things and took care of the yard, and my mom did the laundry and cleaned the yeah. house and cooked dinner. Well, my dad cooked breakfast a lot. They actually, growing up, like one of my favorite things. Like when I think about it, because I had like a really traditional 
like childhood. I was like very nuclear family. How wonderful for you. Like my mom <laughs> went to work early, so she was off by the time we got off school. So my dad went to work a little later and took us to school. Oh, nice. So I will have to show you a picture. I had like bangs, but almost like always straight across, but almost far enough back to a borderline mullet. So, and my dad always put my hair in a ponytail because that's where, that was his skills. That's where they began. (laughs) I need to see this. Well, and like, it would always be like up towards the top of my head when I was littler. And so, ginger, blue eyes. My very first Cabbage Patch kit, I still have her, is her name, like her Cabbage Patch name was Margaret Nellie. Red hair, blue eyes, ponytail on top of her head. Aww. So it's like something I've always kept. Because I was like literally attached to it. definitely going on our Instagram. We yeah, which I literally, I think I know exactly where she's at too, oh, so that'll be perfect. Um, and I'll have to find a picture of me like that. But, so my dad cooked us breakfast every morning and took us to school. And then my mom picked us up and did homework and cooked dinner. And dinner was ready when my dad came home. So you never rode the bus? I rode the bus in middle school very briefly. I did not like it, and so my parents didn't make me do it, but my best friend in middle school, her name was Jenny, her mom took her to school every day, and we lived, like, less than two minutes from them. We lived closer together than my dad and I do now. (laughs) So she would pick me up and take me to school on the way. I was, like, the opposite. My my parents would rather do anything but wake up to take me to school. Like, I was responsible for getting myself up. On the days I rode the bus, my dad would wait at the bus stop with me. (laughs) Yeah. My dad would be like, it's raining, wear a hat. Like, my, my dad is like, my dad is definitely like, a, well, this person got kidnapped. I'm not like, I'm not going to risk you getting kidnapped. My dad was definitely like, so I have a lot of like fear of the outside world. I just had intrusive thought and I almost <laughs> Yeah, like my dad's, my dad, <laughs> my, my dad's intrusive thoughts like <laughs> always can get your dad's when I was like, please take Thank her. you. No, my dad's Here, intrusive here's your thoughts stuff. <laughs> always came out of his head like, well, you don't know that person. They could do this. They could, it's like... My dad was always, like, a worst-case scenario. And, like, growing up and, like, learning about mental health and things like that, like, not a doctor, do I diagnose my dad behind his back? <laughs> Sometimes to his face. No. My dad is, like, my dad was born, um, I don't know. My dad was one of the best dads ever, like, and so lucky. But, yeah, I had a really traditional childhood growing up, so. How did we even get on this? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I remember. Hmm. Oh, well. Oh, we were talking about Baby Ludwini. Yeah, but what was before that? We were talking about how Jill, like, is so supportive and how everyone's in my life supportive. My dad was a little worried of the Baby Ludwini. And then before that? <laughs> the train left We the were talking about our time. week, and then... I don't know. Did we... Um... Your week... What's been going on in your week? Literally nothing. I was so tired this week. All last week I was getting up early and I'd go do my walk and my cold shower first thing. Like, I was talking big on my routine. I just could not get out of bed this week. Like, so my sister drops the baby off at 7.30. I was getting up at 7.24. Jesus. I hate that. Because I'm not even awake enough to, like, answer the door yet. And so it's just not the way to start the day. And so I'm not doing that again next week because... No, I hate... Like, I do that to myself sometimes where like I'll wake up like 6 30 and have to be at the house by 7. Yeah it's no don't do that. <laughs> I love the morning routine. Speaking of the walk and the cold shower um I failed phase one yesterday. Me too. I don't want to say purposefully but I had done my first workout and like I got started later in the day which is not abnormal for me sometimes I'm doing them both after the baby goes to bed and staying up late. Mm-hmm. 
But I was sick last week. We were recording the podcast and before that. And I had just found myself, I would get better, I would feel better, and then I would like literally go back to rock bottom. And I have been working like 10, 11 hour days with this project. And Ryan has been working 14, 15 hour days with inventory. Um, and then I just wasn't getting better. And last night I did my first workout and I just like, like I just literally sat down. I couldn't breathe cause like I was so congested and stuff like that. So I literally took like a 10 minute hot shower was getting ready to do my cold shower so I could start my second workout. And I texted Valencia and I was like, I'm not getting better. I have to stop. Yeah. And I went to bed at 8.30 and slept. Like, I fell asleep at, like, 8.30. It was glorious. Oh, yeah. I, uh, even though Alan was working till like, 9.30, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I was still doing pretty good. Yesterday, though, I, awful planning on my part. Like, yeah. it's truly that. I didn't get up in the morning, so I didn't get my first workout done or my cold shower. And I... So I was like, okay, we didn't have any plans for the evening, so I was going to do one during, like, around lunchtime, and then one after Alan got home. And so I did one in the afternoon. I was, st- I was so tired. Like, it, it was practically nothing, because I just, I was not into it. Well, that's how I was feeling, like, the last probably, like, three or four days anyway, was, like, how just underwhelmed I was with, like, the workouts I was doing, and, like, I was sticking to my diet, don't get me wrong, but I wasn't eating great by any yeah. means, but... It's just, like, this is not, like, the kind... This is not me at, like, my best. Right. Even though I'm technically checking off the list, I don't feel like I'm living true to what it is. Yeah, like, each day was getting, like, worse for me. Like, I was putting less and less inf- yeah. uh, effort into it. Well, literally, I... Because I literally got sick the day after we started, I walked for both of my workouts the entire time we've done it. Yeah. I ran for a few of them. But it's just, like, not doing weights... I don't want to go to the gym feeling crappy and get other people sick. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, I wasn't happy with my performance anyway. And I had talked to Ryan because we started 75 hard in April. And the Live Hard program is a year. So technically our year would end in April. I was talking to Ryan about how I still want to complete phase one and phase two this year. But I think I'm going to restart Live Hard in January of next year. Not the first, but in January. So start again with 75 hard, so that way I'm going on a calendar year. Oh, yeah. That'll yeah. make it easier to, like, plan for, too, I think. Yeah. Being able to see it that way. Then, All right, I guess I'll do that, too. <laughs> you know what that means, though? But that's also, no, like, think about this. I cry. So one of the big things about phase three is talking to a stranger. Yeah. And another thing is doing an act of kindness. Mm-hmm. We'll be doing phase three in December. When is the easiest time of year to do acts of kindness and talk Christmas to strangers? So I think for our first year of fully completing it, that would be like the best way to set us up. Mm-hmm. So we can like we literally can volunteer and get like not do two stones that I want. Like, what did I just say? <laughs> I can't even repeat it. I don't even I'm know. going to be listening to this on the drive to Kansas City tomorrow, editing, and Jill is going to be laughing at me. <laughs> Um, kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. So I think that'll, like, set us up for a success for what we know is going to be the hardest phase. And then when we go into, like, our third year of doing it, we can see if that's kind of the routine we want to keep. But Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, yesterday, I had it. I had it cut you off. No, it's fine. <laughs> I'm used to it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in my life probably is. I'm I so I would have to, like, make a note be like, this is where you left off, though. Because <laughs> I'll forget. So I... 
I know we ended up getting invited over town scrambles for dinner, which is pretty normal. They like sometimes it's last minute, sometimes it's planned, and I didn't really have a plan for dinner anyway. So I was like, okay, well, we'll walk while we're there, and that'll that'll be my second workout outdoors. And so we get there, and it's still like a hundred degrees out, and I wore like leggings, and I was not prepared. So I was like, okay, well, we'll. We'll just go home and we'll scooter or whatever. Well, we ended up staying way longer than we thought. We were, like, hitting golf balls with his grandpa, which was so special to see Alan bonding with his grandpa like that. And so we didn't even get home until after 9, maybe 9.30. I don't even know. And so I still had my reading. I still had my outside workout. I still had water. I had my visualization, like, and the workout. Like, I had all that still to do. And... That was the night that Charlotte, after this whole week of her, like, going to bed really well, that's when she wanted us to, like, lay down with her. And she only wanted me. And so it's, like, 10 o'clock. I'm laying on the floor trying to get her to go to sleep. And I'm like, there's just no way I can't do this. So it's purely, like, I take all the responsibility. Like, I'm... Oh, absolutely. I don't don't have anyone to blame but myself. (laughs) And... Like, how dare you get sick? I think that's just it. It's like, I don't, because I wasn't happy with the work I was putting in, I think that even if I would have finished, I would have still redone this one. Yeah, I was not feeling good about it at all. No. And it's not, like, and again, it's like, it's ourselves and like poor timing for me with everything. Obviously, like, I was sick. And I think, had I, obviously, if this was the extra thing I had going on, like, I feel like I probably, like, that probably had a contribution to it. But it's just like, this isn't like my best. And 75 hard brought up, like brought us so much mentally that to do phase one half-assed checking off the yeah. t- task just doesn't, like that doesn't do it for me. It like, and that feel, that feel felt worse to me than failing did. Right. But I'm like, all the effort we put in for 75 hard, yeah. we were not, I wasn't putting in half as much effort for just this week. Oh, absolutely. So that's where I was really... I felt really good about wanting to start over because I didn't feel good. At the end, like you said, I would not feel good with the progress because it would have felt like nothing, I feel like. Yeah, so obviously with our unimpressive performance and, like, the decision to do phase... Like, to stop phase one, I think, like, the big thing for me is failing, not quitting because I'm going to do it. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, Ah, you said you want to start again on Monday. Yeah. I am going to wait until I truly feel better before I start again. Um, Originally, we had done it on this day because I had, like, some time off with Ryan coming up, and I wanted to, like, go out of town all day and not worry about it, but... That's what I did with 75 Hard. I planned it for that trip I was going on. Which is funny, because you probably still worked out twice a day every day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was brutal. (laughs) But, um... If I have to do it during that, like, that's okay. Because it's just kind of, like, the price of it. But I have plenty of time between now and the end of the year to do both of them. As long as I get uh, phase one completed by the end of October. Yeah, because you have to take off November. You have to take off 30 days, yeah. So there's no time you have to wait between phase two and three? Or No. Yeah. Phase three has to be the last 30 right. days of the I day. just know, like, I didn't know if you'd have There's to There's no time between. Okay. You could do phase two, start at 60 days before the end, and then do phase three. You're and risking then, it there. <laughs> you're risking it. And then you don't have to take any time off between phase one. But either um, way, you're restarting on January 1st. Yeah. Okay. No matter what. I'm re- Well, I don't know if I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start in January. It may not be the first. It may be, like, the second or the third. Right. But, um... Do you like starting on, like, a Monday, or do you care? I mean, we started on a Saturday, so... I, don't I know. guess you don't really care, but I think like 
to me, my week starts on Saturday because Ryan's job starts their week on Saturdays, and that was my first job, too. So, like, my adulthood, like, but, I don't know. I don't think I'm picky about it because either way, it covers both of our birthdays. Yeah. Um, but I'm, but because of that... If we start in January and we do phase one right afterwards, yeah, I was gonna suggest. we can skip the hottest months of the year and do phase two and three. Love that for us. So, there is there is always that, but um, I have new neighbors moving in across the street. And it's not me. It's not you. We do live only like 10 minutes, like literally 10 minutes away from I remember I told you how close I was and you're like, do you speed the entire way here? Well, Which one? Like of course I do. It seemed like it took us forever the first couple of times, but it's probably just us trying to figure out, like, the best way to get here, and now I'm like, yeah. I could leave ten minutes before, and I'll yeah. be there. Unless there's a train. I forgot that those train tracks are actually operable. They only get me every time I'm in a hurry. Yeah. <laughs> when only I'm running late. when you're rushing. Yeah. Um, but I want to be the neighbors who, like, bake cookies, but they've had, like, 17 friends here helping them, which we love that. We love the support. Um, and go over and introduce my dog, so that way when he sees I love that you have, like, an icebreaker. You'll be like, hey, we live right here. This is my dog. (laughs) If my dog gets really excited and starts running across, across, he's not coming for you when he's coming for Kathy. (laughs) He has no interest in anyone else on the entire planet. Um, And he's friendly. I'm so sorry. He is a gentle giant. (laughs) Um, He's in my bedroom. I wonder how he's doing. I haven't heard him at all, so... He's been, um, extra clingy. And it's like... I because you guys have been working so much. He misses I just, you. I know. It's so sad. He's been, like, sleeping in bed with us. Yeah. Oh, and those big storms that just came through. Theodore woke up during them. So I bring Theodore to bed because, like, I have severe storm anxiety. And so I was like, I'll just like hang because they were going to be over by like 1 a.m. And I was like, it literally would make me feel better to just have the baby in bed with me stay up until 1 a.m. Which is kind of what I did. I like faded in and out, but I was up. Yeah. Um, and then both, and because Theodore was in there, I, had, I left the bedroom door open. So Theodore, Ryan, I, Samson, and Nylea were all in bed. Nylea is my cat. Aww. All in the bed. And Samson is curled up in his like little cinnamon bun. <laughs> little. And Nylea is laying in the center of it. Aww. That's how they lay. It's the cutest thing. You need thing. to get pictures of this. It's like they know. Yeah. She's like, you will not catch me slipping. I obviously hate him, Mom. It's probably good we have the door open because I... <laughs> my husband is usually off when we're recording. He is not tonight. Um, and so I have the baby monitor here, but it's turned all the way down. With the door open, we can hear him if mm-hmm. he does start to cry. <sighs> Yeah, so not too much. Working a ton extra. You got a half day today. Yeah. I was supposed to have a half day, but then I came home and I worked. <laughs> and it was, like, funny because I had, like, I had a few calls with, like, different people who, like, needed, like, more than just an email. And Theodore is trying to ha- be a part of the conversation, too. And so they're just cracking up the entire time. Um, you actually took a nap for the first time in, I don't even know. You know what's so funny? When, like, Brian and I are off together like we're both off mm-hmm. we'll literally split the days of which one of us gets to take a nap oh or like we'll, naps together is where it's at but i know your kid probably doesn't agree with that well here's the thing 
he's really good about taking an hour and a half to two hour naps, except for today he took an hour 15 and an hour. And it's because he knew I was trying to work. And he was like, absolutely not, Mom. I'm putting my foot down. This is insane. Um, and he was like, you said we'd go to Target. I'm waking up early, and you're taking me to Target. <laughs> so you went to Target today? That's so I had to go get this. I wanted to get some of his snacks. We were running, like, really low, and we're going to Kansas City tomorrow to chill. I almost texted and said, but it, like you would have had the kids and I didn't know. So I almost texted and was like, it's tax free. What time did you go? Like 3.30. Al was home. I was yeah, asleep. you told me that up there and I literally thought that. I, I, I was, was asleep like, though. So. Yeah, it wouldn't matter. You could have woke me up. I, yeah. I'd be like, go to Target, bye. I still remember like one of like my favorite memories of like the earlier days of our friendship is when I was like seven and a half, eight months pregnant and I texted her, I said, hey, do you want to go to Target tonight? And you're like, yeah. And I was like, will you pick me up? Because I need to go to Target, but I cannot drive. I just feel so bad. <laughs> oh, and... was so special. Was yeah. It's like special how our early days of friendship were. I know. And now we only like, we have to prioritize now to get together and not podcast. <laughs> I know. It's like, we used to, like, every, and when we would get together, we'd be like, we'd hang out while the kids, like, played, or Theodore slept and your kids played, or we'd go to Target while the boys hung out with the kids, like, little yeah. things like that, and now we're like, do you want to walk and not talk about podcast stuff? <laughs> to be fair, launching takes a lot of time to planning and stuff, but now we have another hurdle to go, because Alan's going to be leaving for rotations. So. Yes, this is the bridge that I kept saying, wait, like, we'll <laughs> cross that bridge when we get there. <laughs> Well, Alan is going back on the road, isn't he? Yep. Three weeks on, one week off. Bye-bye, my sanity. <laughs> no. Yeah, he'll be gone for three weeks. <laughs> the thing that drives you insane. Yeah, so, but yeah, he we've got another week with him, and then he'll go, but at least he's not 12 hours away this time. Do you want to know one of the most annoying things about Alan traveling for me, personally, is because I love to make things about me. Ryan will go, I can't wait for Alan to get back. I miss him. I want to hang out. Won't make plans with him when he's back. He's, like, Alan. he's waiting he's for me to make plans for them. Alan has always been like that. He'll be like, oh, I haven't seen this person in a long time. I haven't seen this person in a long time. We'll complain about it to no end. Does he message them or make plans? Absolutely not. Like, don't allow me to run your social life. I, I, there was a point where I just had, someone's at my, oh, my kids are home. They went to the park. Um, but... It got to a point where I was so tired of him sometimes <laughs> that I'd be like, hey, I messaged this person for you. You're hanging out on this day. <laughs> yeah. If you allow me to control your social life, you'll quickly learn which friends of yours I like and don't like. <laughs> I never <laughs> thought of it like that. Uh, I don't have a problem with any of Ryan's friends. His magic friends, though. They're testing me. Mm. So Ryan plays Magic the Gathering like the little nerd he is. And he has like a group chat with all of his magic friends. And they all have different priorities than I demand Ryan have. And, like, I don't mean, like, Ryan would make different priorities, but, like, I have very clear expectations. Um, so they, like, go out of town all the time for magic tournaments. They, <laughs> the latest offense was they asked him to go to a magic tournament the weekend of Theodore's birthday. And they literally, I know they were joking, but they were like, it's his first birthday. He won't remember. I said, respond there. You'll remember your divorce. That's what I said. <laughs> That's like Ryan will literally be, they'll, be, they'll literally like three days before be like, hey, we're going to Texas for the weekend. Come with us. And he'll be like, I enjoy being married. And she will not stay married I to enjoy me. enjoy being alive. Is probably- yeah. Well, like other, like some of the other ones will be like, um, well, I'm married. And he'll be like, yeah, uh, my wife doesn't play that game. He's like, your wife will probably get annoyed in the side. My wife will file on Monday morning. Um, 
So, like, I was, like, respond to them and let them know that they are my number one enemy. The entire group. The whole thing. They're, they come over, like, and do magic here every now and then. They're really nice people, don't get me wrong. But it's just, and you know they're joking. But if I was controlling Ryan's social calendar, they'd either they'd fall even further to the bottom for suggesting he missed the weekend of my son's first birthday. Yeah. I have to work that weekend anyway. God, what are they doing? <laughs> She's like a horrible mother. <sighs> yep, we're going to Kansas City tomorrow with Jill, so we had to go get uh, snacks for the road because we're running out of Teddy snacks. He's like obsessed with those made good morning bars. I just got, I think it's Lara bar maybe. Ugh. I don't eat the morning bars maybe. either. Lara no, bars. No, it's like a chocolate chip cookie or something like that. Might not have been that. The Lara bars are the reason for my hatred of dates. <laughs> So, like, I have a personal vendetta with dates. Real quick, a little backstory. Anytime I, like, sometimes I'll buy new snacks and I'll send her a picture and rate them. Any single time, if I send her a picture of one that has dates in it, I will not get a reply. <laughs> I just, I won't acknowledge it. <laughs> so now I just do it for fun because well, it's the, the So I like the made good granola bars. Mm-hmm. The morning bars, the, like, third ingredient is date I haven't paste. tried the made good ones yet, but I might. Oh, you'll love them. I'll grab some then. The morning bars, like the third ingredient is date paste. And I didn't know that when I bought them the first time. So I took one bite, absolutely not. So Theodore got all of them. So I got them a different flavor now. So I did CrossFit. And one of the things my gym did was no sugar November. And it was no added sugar, but like no sugar substitutes. That's so rude for Thanksgiving. No, like it's, it, no it started on November 1st, ended the day before. Th- like, so oh. Thanksgiving was your first day. <laughs> So Let's it's like all the progress we just made. <laughs> you know, like zero sugar, like energy drinks that are sugar free but have yeah, like those added, sugar substitutes. Yeah, you can't do any of those. No mm-hmm. sugar, no sugar substitutes. No added sugar, no. Sh- right. So the like thing with the gym was like Lara bars are all natural. They're a great sweet treat. So I was like, perfect. No. <laughs> Dates are the most disgusting thing on the planet. They have the best marketing team because. They've been deemed the healthy sweetener. Yeah. Because they're all natural. They're not sugar. Yeah. I don't care. They're still, like, you can't tell me. Anyway. So, <laughs> I'm about to, like, trash talk one of our little smoothie places. Oh, it's the best, though. <laughs> no, they're so, they'll make it without dates. They're so good. Yeah. But you and Alan have this smoothie place you like that's local. Yeah. And um, I was like, oh, I'm going to go try it. So I'm looking, I'm standing there looking at the menu. I totally forgot about the your hatred. The second ingredient in every <laughs> single thing on that menu is dates. So I was like, I'm, well, I think this is when you found out about my hatred. Was the first time uh, yeah, I Yeah, maybe that's when I actually believed you. So I was like, I am going to put aside my preconceived notions and I'm going to get one made the way they make it. Everyone loves this place. <laughs> How much of it did you drink? I gave, I gave it to, like, I literally gave, like, it to Ryan. I did not drink much of it at all. So I go back a second time and ask them to make it without dates. Absolutely. More than happy to do it. Delicious. Was, One of the best smoothies ever. Yeah, don't get me wrong. It's a great, they, it still was a really good smoothie, but the fact that I could taste the dates in it, I was out. So you don't like the taste? Or? I don't like the taste of dates. No. Okay. I also don't like the fact that you, because, like, here's the thing. It's going to still spike your blood sugar, and I don't like the fact that you've now made half of my drink that. Um... <laughs> But give me the give me the fake stuff first. I'd rather I be straight cane sugar than eat another date in my life. 
They have the best marketing team. I want to know what how, where this started. I want to know the conception of using dates as a healthy sweetener. It's all natural. Don't get me wrong. It's all natural. It's not a chemical. I'll give that to you there. Or like a man-made chemical. I'll give you that. However, another thing that I feel significantly close to I strongly about, but also nowhere near, is MCT oil. Um, because it's, like, another thing that's, like, been used as this, like, healthy additive. What is that? To replace that. It's, I don't know. It's, you'll find it in, like, like, for example, the Black Rifle coffee, like, canned coffee. It's in that. Oh, I don't know some Black Rifle coffee. I like, the, I'll drink it. I'll drink it. It has it in it. But it definitely has a taste that I don't love. I'm Googling it. <laughs> Good. You can read the description of it. But, yeah. Deep-seated hatred. Personal vendetta. Says it can be used for a quick energy source and may support weight loss. Oh, there you go. It may also fight bacterial growth and aid in managing certain neurological conditions. This, it, is, this is like all I need in one. It little also bottle. tastes like you're drinking grease that Ugh. you would spray on a, like a nonstick pan. I don't know. There's something about it that tastes like you're drinking. It's popular among athletes and bodybuilders. I've never heard of it. That's probably why, because I drink a lot of those, like, sports drinks and, like, those healthy, like, energy coffees with protein and stuff like that, and I bet it's in there. Apparently, it's very similar to just coconut oil. I was like, it, I think, that's like, it tastes like rotted, burnt coconut oil. Don't use this oil if you're breastfeeding. <laughs> Thank you, Google. Oh, cool. It says it's just a more concentrated and refined version compared to, like, coconut oil. Oh. Uh-huh. Either way, it's gross, and I don't like it. And it has a distinct taste, so you can taste when it's in things. I'm not. I can't do weird tasting things, like especially drinks. Apparently, you can do dates. <laughs> <laughs> they don't taste weird to me. I don't have that. Like I don't have the same like taste I problem. Do not think cilantro tastes like soap. If that was my case. I love cilantro. <laughs> me too. Jill and her mom have that I gene s- that makes it taste like soap. I don't get that. Like I was like, it's like you haven't been to my favorite restaurant, Rogers Local Line, with me yet. Mm. And it's in everything. And Jill took one for the team and went and Aww. tried it. Yep. Did she cry? Did she no. eat? <laughs> she, yeah. She had a few. Like, you can get stuff made with oh, that. Yeah. There's a lot of things in the menu you can't get made with that. Let's put it that way, but. I'm down. I'm going to go. They have cilantro lime rice there, and it's green. <gasps> the rice is green. I want Theodore that. loses his mind when he sees it. I'm on this, like, Mexican taco. It's like. These things kick right Hipster now. tacos. And pickles. For lack of a better word. So it's like, my favorite ones there are the fried chicken tacos. Mm, oh, stop. <laughs> but they source a lot of their stuff locally. It's one of the best house margaritas I've ever had, too. So cool. Anyway. We're, we're like, mentally planning, like, when can we go? <laughs> yeah, we're, like, connecting here. We're already going to be that way in September. Like, let's just eat dinner there. Ooh, we should go sooner, though. Yeah. Maybe when we're both off for the week, because there'll be three adults, all three of us can go and take the kids to do something. So I know I want to take him to either the like local Y or the one in Monette. Yeah, I want to go. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay. And then like Ryan will be with us, so we'll be equally numbered. I think we're officially at the no stroller phase. <laughs> Do you have a tissue? <laughs> I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna cry. So we still have the wagon. It's been in the back of my car. I haven't used it in months. Mainly because I can't find the sunshade because it's so hot. But I'm like Jack will throw a fit if he has to get in it because he's a big boy. You know he'll tell you. I'm a big boy. My name is Jackson. Not Jack. Not cutie. Not adorable. My name is Jackson. And I can't handle it. So rather than fighting with him, I let him walk. Well, 
Charlotte sees him walking. She's like, I'm going to be walking. So then it's just me pushing the wagon, trying to chase them around. What is with your children and when I dropped him off on Sunday? Because you babysat Theodore on Sunday while I worked. Mm-hmm. And I dropped them off and Charlotte is like, hug, hug. And then Jackson's like, hey, I want to hug. I'm not even leaving. <laughs> yeah. I want to hug. I want to hug. And they Jackson hadn't talked to me in like three weeks. Every day when my sister and her mom come over. They literally, before they can even put the baby down to leave, they, they stand up from the couch because they, they just like cuddle him on their lunches. They literally stand up and she's like, hug, hug. Um, she's so terrified she, they're going to leave without giving her a hug. I Not that I don't adore every second of it. That surprises me less than Jackson. When, Jackson speaking to me, for starters. <laughs> being present where I could visibly see him. And that's when I brought him... Um, I have a jacket for him from Jill Nocto. <laughs> oh, that outfit's so cute on him. Even Charlotte's been wearing it. She loves oh. the jacket. So she, Charlotte, tell picture. her Charlotte needs one because she loves being a dinosaur. <laughs> You'll have to send me a picture of it. She <laughs> listens to her podcast. Aww. She says that she, I did, get she didn't say, say her exact her. words, but she thinks they're too long. <laughs> <laughs> tell her to speed it up if she, she can handle like, it. She was like, I'm trying to work my way through it, but they are so long. Asking us to, like, slow it or, like, reduce it, it's just not possible. She she knows because, like, her and I will be, like, I'll be, like, picking him up and be there for, like, 45 minutes. <laughs> we have to, like, we'll literally be, like, the morning up, be like, okay, after tonight, I have to get here and here and here so we both know we don't have time to just sit there and right. chit-chat. Tell her to just come over sometime when we're recording. Have her, like, sit here and she'll understand why it takes us so long. <laughs> she'll be like, oh, that was really an hour? Like, no, like, it, it was two hours. Speaking of, we're at over 40 minutes home. Oh. Which is great, because we're like, we have nothing we had, to talk Yeah, about. we had, like, no plan. But I like this better. Yes. Rather this than, like, like, thinking. I like that we have, like, one super casual episode each mm-hmm. week of, like, catching up, because really it gives makes some, it so easy. Yeah, and it gives them kind of, like, a look into how we just are. And we're still finding our footing and, like, our, like, spot. And I think being this, like, giving ourselves the opportunity to try multiple things and like doing what feels natural is ultimately going to be the thing that keeps this like long term Mm -hmm. because we're not forcing us to do something we're not right um but yeah check out our instagram if you haven't we are trying to post like a few things each week consistently and we're working towards being even better than that I did my first ever instagram story ever on our instagram she did so good too I think, like, this is what you said. You called it confidence, and I called it gaslighting myself. She was, I was like, you were, like, so good at it. It took me a long time to be able to actually, I was like, like, I just gaslighted myself into thinking that was best. And I was like, isn't that called confidence? <laughs> She's like, I liked what I said better. No, I think I said, the way I said it's more fun. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, no, so. Yeah, and feel free to, like, share our share our stuff and with your friends and post about it, because we love that. And again, rate and review us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, give us feedback, DM us, tell us what you want to hear, tell us what you don't want to hear, um, ask us anything you want to know. Yeah, we're totally open to that too. And I think later this week you'll be hearing our unserious friendship red flags, <laughs> so especially if you're one of our friends, be prepared to be roasted. Or so. don't listen to it. <laughs> I was like, or if you're in a potentially emotionally vulnerable spot that might be the, this thursday might be the episode to skip yeah download it but then don't listen <laughs> bring <laughs> tissues bring tissues well we i still don't know how to end these so have we'll, yourself a misguided day have yourself a misguided <laughs> day um we will talk to you later this week 
Uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>